parties. The food is darn good. here at Mutiny Radio. It's time for the AltaCast. The Sheriff of Truth, LaToya, will be here very soon. She informed me that uh, today she would buy a little tartar. So, hey, Mutiny Radio listener, we're all excited that I'm here for the AltaCast. There was a little there was a little scare this weekend where people thought that they might have to take me to the hospital, but thank God they didn't. Jesus. It's one of those things. I'm so I wish they would have gone to the Drug Policy Alliance and read about uh, if you can overdose on MDMA. <laughs> My old lady brain exploded on Saturday night. These newfangled drugs these kids are doing are way too strong. Way too I mean, I thought I was a professional. I went to Burning Man 2002, 2003, 2007. The stuff they have now, I'm not kidding. Don't ever take any. I scraped my nail like a tiny bit, and I took this stuff, and I lost a lot of time. I lost about six hours where I was still around, sort of. I guess I didn't have language for a while. I do remember, I think I remember I remember my one of my friends saying, Pam, 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 look at me, Pam. I re- I'm really glad no one took video. I was. I am a sensitive daffodil. I am a delicate flower, and I am too old to take drugs anymore. People, that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is, and I've admitted that. I'm totally fine with that. Whatever these kids are doing, I mean, I remember in my 20s, I thought I was crazy, but the stuff now is. I feel like I feel like someone's mother saying like. We used to smoke grass in the 70s, but that stuff you guys have is crazy. And I guess that's true. I have this new uh, strand, 28% THC. Love it. One of my friends gave it to me because he was like, I can't. I can't even. It's too strong for me. I'm like, give me the wheat. Give me all the wheat. No more powders of any kind. I thought I was an adult the other week because I walked down Geary. I saw a little bag of white powder on the ground and I walked on by my friends I'm an adult I leave those drugs on the ground don't even taste them I'm telling you I barely tasted this crazy MDMA stuff and I lost time people had to take care of me I'm really lucky Uh, two of my good friends took me home to my boyfriend my poor poor boyfriend Jonathan had to deal with me I guess and I was a mess I remember none of this it's just such a bummer because it's like I guess I was I mean, I wasn't a fun time at the beginning. I lost language for a while. And I've done that before. That's happened to me on too much acid, where the acid's too strong and I lose language. And I get that. But it's been at Burning Man, so it's a little different. Man, these crazy kids. So thank God for Drug Policy Alliance. I went to their website, Can You Overdose on MDMA? And it says, Overdose refers to taking a higher than appropriate dose of a medicine or drug, which can happen with MDMA, but it's extremely rare. It is much more likely that a problem would occur as a result of MDMA use with contraindicated medications such as MAOI, 
antidepressants. I'm not on those. Pre-existing health conditions, I don't have any. Overexertion, wasn't doing it. Or dehydration. I was drinking a little bit, so there might have been dehydration, but definitely not severe. I wasn't dancing or anything. Given the highly adulterated Molly market, oh no, this stuff was pure. It is more likely to see an unidentified substance cause problems rather than MDMA itself. Hyperthermia, a dangerously high increase in body temperature or heat stroke, is the most common health problem related to MDMA. Hyperthermic reactions result from physical exertion such as dancing in an overheated environment without the replenishment of first. Uh, I mean, I was sitting on a couch going, Okay, so... Another concern for people who take MDMA is hydronemia, drinking too much water. Nope, people wanted me to drink water. So my mind, so I am so glad that uh, one of my friends, I don't know if I want to indicate people with names or whatever, but she used to be an EMT. And so she said, we're not taking her to the hospital. She's fine. She's just way too high. I was just out of my mind high, like burning receptors up high. Uh... So, I feel fine now. I mean, and I felt fine when I came out of the, out of my whatever blackout it was. I mean, I don't think it was an alcohol-induced blackout. I really don't. But that's interesting. If that I was so, I had, but I hadn't. I felt so in control when I was, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna take a little. It was crazy. It was crazy. Oh, okay. So then the only bad thing that happens is that, um, as my friends are taking me into a car to get to Jonathan somewhere in between clitter clatter my phone falls out of my pants no problem I have a burner phone not too worried uh, yesterday I was gonna go get a new one but my phone magically starts butt dialing Jonathan of course because he's always my last person called or whatever and he's going this is Pam's phone this is yours. so we start texting the phone and he texts first oh this is her boyfriend and it's just a dumb phone and we'll give you 20 bucks for it and when I looked at his message I was like oh honey that wasn't as nice as you could have said because the like meaning I don't have a smartphone I have a dumb phone but it didn't sound that way it sounded like it's just a dumb phone man so anyways I pick it up and I write like this text from Jonathan's phone to my phone hey man thank you so much for finding it it means so much if we could meet I have, it, it just, I have four jobs, my schedule for all, I mean, I had no idea who was guest hosting happy hour this week. I had no idea who, if I had a guest for some call me Tim, it's actually Mike Whitaker today. I had no idea. My whole schedule's in there. I had no idea when I was babysitting, I was trying to remember things. Oh, April 6th, I got to remember I'm babysitting. Uh, and so the guy texts back, Hey, yeah, you know, give me a call, blah, blah, blah. So I call him and I talk to him. And we met at the Pete's down at Embarcadero. There was a little snafu, which Pete's? Of course there's two Pete's in the Embarcadero. Fuck me, right? Finally get the phone. High five in this guy. Gave him 20 bucks. Gave him some Keith. And I was like, thank you so much. You have no idea. Like, this phone is meaningless to everyone. It's not a smartphone. It doesn't connect to the internet. I just... I'm adamant about not having a smartphone. I don't want a little computer in my pocket. I just don't want it. I think a lot of it has to do with, I mean, this makes me sound crazy, government tracking or GPS and all. I'm sure they can find me on my cell phone too. And I don't know why they would be looking for me. They're not looking for me. I'm <laughs> the lady who can't even take a tiny bit of Molly at a 20-year-old's party. Not 20-year-old. They were over 21. They're just, they're young. They're, I, was, I was in a place I probably shouldn't have been in that I am too old to hang out with cool people. 
<laughs> like, oh, I'm such a baby with drugs. I mean, I can smoke pot all day, every day, all the time, and I will, and I love it. And I love day drinking. I'm good at it. I got that on lockdown. But these newfangled drugs are too crazy. It's too crazy. Just not ever gonna, it, you know, and I've taken enough of it. There's really no need to take it anymore. I've, I've been to Burning Man three times. Like, I don't need more. I've taken enough acid. All the doors of perception have been opened. There's no, like, new revelations on the horizon for me. No one's going to say anything that's going to... I'm not going to be like, oh, my whole mind is rearranged. I mean, my whole mind could probably be rearranged by sobriety at this point, but not by any particular drug trip that I'm going to take. I mean, I've taken enough shrooms. I've taken enough... I've taken enough of all of it. I just don't. Isn't that nice? (laughs) Look at me growing up. Isn't it? Isn't that great? You 44-year-old weirdo. Oof. Okay. Well, thank you, Drug Policy Alliance, for letting me know and everybody else know that I wasn't going to overdose. I was just losing my old lady brain and just going... Stimulant and hallucinogenic effects all in one. I mean, I wasn't there. That's the thing. I I don't remember any of this. My brain was unable to create new mem- memories. Like, I just was out. And I guess I wasn't. But people did say I was going in and out of consciousness, which absolutely makes sense. <laughs> get her home. I mean, it was like, get her. It, was, it wasn't like, get her to the hospital. It's like, get her out of here. <laughs> get her out of my house. That was the only problem. Everyone else was having fun. They're like, I have no idea if they were having fun or what was going on. Like, I wasn't even there anymore, which is a bummer. Because I love to party, man. I wanted to stay up all night and have fun. Should have just stuck with the beers. I know how to work that. Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, is late. I thought that I was going to have Paolo of Here and Meow on, but he is not with us either. Boy, oh boy, I was hoping for Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff to come out. We can try to make that happen. AltaCast here on Mutiny Radio. Here we are. We're on the AltaCast. Ooh, ooh, I like this microphone better. As I switch switch microphones to look for Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff here on the other computer box. I'm like... How did I not put Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff on uh, on the iTunes? I mean, Hot Oh Hot Dirty P, there it is. Hot Dirty. Oh, here it is. This is very exciting. Okay, Hot Dirty P. Mr. White House Chief Strategist in the Trump Administration, 45's main liar, misogynist, racist, homophobe, Steve Bannon man, Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon man, who is he? Oh, he's Steve, Steve Bannon man, he's Steve Bannon man, oh, the most hateful, the most hateful quotes, right, Bart is a hateful place. Myself, oh. uh. Gay rights have made us dumber, and it's time to get back in the closet. Hate 
Because it's Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon, Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon, big, big misogynist, big, big hater. Oh, 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 what else? White is right. Steve Bannon. Far white, right. Oh, uh. Suck it up, buttercups. Dangerous faggotur returns to colleges in September. I said suck it up, buttercups. Suck it up. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Gotta hate the fags, gotta hate the Jews, gotta hate the ladies and all of yous. Suck it up, buttercups. Dangerous faggot tour returns to colleges in September because he's Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Steve, 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 Steve Misogyny. Homosexuality. Racism. He's, he's all of it. He's all of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's great. Yeah. Why don't you just kill yourself? Mm-hmm. I got a gun right here and off yourself now. The solution to online harassment is simple. Women should just log off. They're screwing up the internet for men by invading every single space we have online and ruining it with attention-seeking, needy-demanding, and touchy-feeling form of feminism. Because women belong in the kitchen. Yeah. And no birth control for you, bitch, be pregnant. There's no hiring bias against women in tech. They just suck at interviews. Oh, we don't know how to talk. Would you rather have your child have feminism or cancer? What the fuck does that mean? I really want Steve Bannon to get cancer. Yeah, he looks like Steve, he Steve, does. Steve, Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Hey, oh. nice oh. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. World Health Organization report. Tranny's 49 times higher HIV rate. There's that word again. Homophobia is rampant. Did we mention that he's a White House executive? Oh. <laughs> Did we mention he's maybe the second most powerful person in the United States? He's got the cold misogyny and racism. Racism and transphobia and homophobia. All that stuff. Yeah. Steve Bannon. Steve, 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 Steve Bannon. Hate ass nigga. We do it every week. How do we do it? How does it keep happening? It's so amazing. Well, there's there's the old Steve Bannon uh, rap from Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff. If you like that, we've got, I'm going to play another one. I'm going to play Women Who Work. Uh, This is the Ivanka one. She, in honor of her wanting to be the president someday because she's you know 
such that's so great. Uh, and then we come back from that. We're gonna. Everything is terrible. Five more things to worry about in 2018. If you weren't worrying enough, oof. Uh, if you weren't worrying enough, here's "Women Who Work" by Ivanka. Dirty, hot, dirty pee and the sheriff coming at you. Yeah, coming at you. Ivanka, some magic from Ivanka Trump. Women who work. Women who work. She doesn't work. She doesn't work. Women who work. Passion is what makes us feel most alive. Women who work. Women who work. Don't buy her book because it's full of plagiarism. The Trump card, her first book. Nothing in that either. Women who work. Women who work. She has some work advice, no matter what your age, your background, your education, or your success. We all are granted 168 hours a week. Hours a week. That's math. Math. That's. Is that a 24-hour day times seven, which equals 168 hours a week? When do you sleep? I got a nanny. When do you sleep? She's got a nanny and a child. Oh. How do you build a world-class team? First, you have to find the right people. Thank you, Captain Obvious, Obvious. Captain Obvious, Ivanka, online advice. Don't gossip, don't gossip. Gossip about women who work. Get the Trump card, don't buy her first Burke either because she already has too much money. Too much money, don't buy the book to burn it. Go to the library and burn it from there. Burn it all down. We often don't realize that while we're waiting for our lives to begin, they have already. And they're made up of all the decisions we make, big and small, conscious or not. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Women who work, many women who work, women who work, women do. I am that nanny, and I wish I could make enough as her nanny. She probably pays $38 an hour to a service. That's a lot of money. Maybe, maybe she doesn't pay a service, and it's just another Slovenian girl hanging out in her house. Team sport success is a team sport. Ivanka Trump, Captain of Yes, so much you can learn so much from the perspective of others, and it literally costs you nothing. But I'll pay you lots of money to be my nanny, my nanny while I'm at work. I plagiarized and work. I didn't write this novel either. It's probably a ghost writer, or it was me in a room with a tape recorder talking about myself, how cool my life is. My nice husband, my dad, he's really nice, and my nanny. Some of my best photos of the kids were taken by my nanny during the day. 
and I'm sure in 10 years I'll convince myself I took them because I, I take everyone else's work and make it my own plagiarism women who work <laughs> we did it again so there's more uh, of us just being funny that's <laughs> So last year, uh, if you're a regular listener to the Altcast, obviously you know that these were in there. Um, we just do these one takes where um, I'd get quotes from the internet and then we'd sing songs, you know, I, like I'm a rapper because I've been reading. Um, I've got one called Tim on Tim. I don't know what that means. It must be just... Tim when he was on Some Call Me Tim and I put it in this Hot Dirty Pee in the Sheriff. Uh, let's listen to Susan Olsen. Oh, yeah. And then Susan I will Ol- find some more. This is my favorite one. This is my favorite one. I don't have a co-host and I'm tired of talking. And um, no one called me up, so that's okay. But uh, you've been listening to the AltaCast. And I'm going to play some music that I'll enjoy uh, after this last rap from Hot Dirty Pee and the Sheriff. Susan Olsen, the very first one that we recorded on March 1st, 2017. I, I think Trump supporters are funny to me, really. I don't think we should take them off the air all the time. Okay. Hold on, I'm gonna, this is a, this is a rap, rap background. We're gonna rap to it. <laughs> we'll get a little beat beat. Hey there, little pussy. Let me get my big boy pants on and really take you on. What a snake in the grass. You are, you lying piece of shit. What? Too cowardly to confront me in real life. You do it on Facebook. You're the biggest faggot ass in the world. Biggest pussy, pussy, pussy. My dick is bigger than yours. Which, which ain't saying much. What a true piece of shit you are. Lying faggot. I hope you meet your karma. Slowly and painfully. Say slowly and painfully. I'm Susan Olsen. Oh, slowly. I said Karma-wise, you pathetic little cunt, you are. Hell is waiting for you. Enjoy. Uh, Hell is waiting for you. Enjoy. What? Hell is waiting for you. Enjoy. Enjoy. Slowly. What? Slowly. Slowly. did that a while back that was a lot of fun so glad hot dirty pee and the sheriff still exist uh yeah i'm glad they there are three songs that i can find that exist in the world 
of Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff. We're going to do one later on today with R. Kelly and his background, uh, the remix to Ignition. Because, baby, I've been all, ever since LaToya the other week told me about all that crazy shit, I watched it all and I got down. I got deep, deep down with R. Kelly and uh, his wicked bad history. And I've got a bunch of fun R. Kelly quotes that we're going to turn into a rap today when LaToya gets here. Or sometime during the show. Um, he has great quotes from that Gail King interview. So good. So we're going to break those down. I'll, I'll read through them once just so that I'm ready for it later. One on accusations by those claiming he has a cult. Quote, I'm very tired of all the lies. Oh my God. Um, all of them. Got little girls trapped in the basement. Helicopters over my house trying to rescue someone that doesn't need rescuing because they're not in my house. He said adding handcuffing people, starving people. I have a harem. What you call... It a cult. I don't even really know what a cult is, but I know I don't have one on what he's done wrong to women. Lots of things, lots of things wrong when it comes to women that I apologized, but I apologized in those relationships at the time that I was in the relationships, okay? Why he believes all the accusers have the same story, but they've never met. You could start a rumor on a guy like me or celebrity just like that, Kelly said. All you have to do is push a button on your phone and say so and so and so and so did this to me. R. Kelly did this to me. And if you get any traction from that, you're able to write a book from that. And if you're able to get a reality show and any girl that I had a relationship in the past that didn't work out, she can come and say the exact same thing. I don't look at much younger than me. I look at legal. Oh, that's a Twitter quote from him. I don't look at much younger than me. I just look at legal. On the public scrutiny of surviving R. Kelly. Absolutely, 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 Kelly said. I've been assassinated. I have been buried alive, but I'm alive. Why he wouldn't have sex with underage girls. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Forget the blogs. Forget how you feel about me. Hate me if you want to. Love me if you want. But it's just use your common sense. How stupid would it be for me with my crazy past and what I've been through? Oh, right. Now I just think I have to... I just think I have to be a monster and hold girls against their will, chain them up in my basement, and don't let them eat, don't let them out, unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle. What? <laughs> Why he has two girlfriends younger than him. I know guys, like, I know, I know guys all my life that have five or six women, okay? So don't go there on me, okay? Because that's the truth, he said. I don't look at much young, I don't look at much younger than me. I just look at legal. I just look at... You're you, I'm me. Now, I don't know if you're married. I don't know. I don't know if you have a relationship. I don't know what you, you know, I don't know. But one might be older than the other. One might be younger than the other, okay? So I just look at legal, okay? People. There's older men that like younger women. There are younger women that like older men. And I'm an older man that love all women. He thinks Jocelyn's parents sold their daughter to him. I didn't go looking for Jocelyn Savage. I was doing my show. He brought her and asked a friend of mine to put her on stage with R. Kelly. Make sure she's on stage, he said. I'm going to answer your question. What kind of father, what kind of mother would sell their daughter to a man? Kelly said. How come it was okay for me to see them until they wasn't getting no money from me? Why would you take your daughter? If I'm going to take my daughter, and she's 19 years old, to a 49-year-old icon, whatever, celebrity or R. Kelly concert, whoever it is, I'm not going to... 
put her on stage and leave her. I'm going to take her to the concert. The father is more into my music and know about my music than they do. Oh, man. It's like he's excusing himself for it. Ugh. Can I even make those quotes into a into a thing? Uh, it's there it's all it's all pretty crazy so i know it's we'll see with what um what's what um what latoya has to say when she when he pleaded for people to focus on the real girls out there missing it's real girls out there missing it's real young girls out there being abducted being raped okay they're all on chains they they really do have chains on their wrists and they can't get out and then buried or dead this is not me I came here for I came here I came here for them to hear me talk. I need help. This is the kind of help I need. I need someone to help me not have a big heart because my heart is so big. People betray me and I keep forgiving them. This, these are the quotes I want to use. <laughs> I'm just telling the truth. I'm just telling the truth and the reason I'm emotional and I apologize for that is that the first time I was able to say something. I've said nothing. I think that we're going to call this, I believe I can cry. I believe I can touch you. What rhymes with that? Your little, I can touch your pie, your baby pie. Remember how that used to be a euphemism for, for young girls stuff, pie? Do you hear a strange buzz? Oh man, I'm telling you that that trip this weekend really fucked me up. <laughs> I'm like, am I auditorily hallucinating right now? Maybe, could be. Coming up at two o'clock, Mike Whitaker discusses God and shit on some Call Me Tim. It's gonna be exciting. Latoya will be here soon, and I'm sure we'll have loads and loads to talk about because she actually pays attention to the news, unlike me. I mean, I'm. Yeah, I couldn't even I, on Sunday. I once I got out of this I mean poor Jonathan my poor boyfriend he puts up with so much <sighs> thanks for listening to the you put up with so much AltaCast listener uh, I should bring you something interesting here I'll find you some more music did you enjoy the Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff I enjoy that I think that Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff is very very funny um, that's why I said she'll be here soon so let's listen to some music here we go Come over here. And and so, funny enough, the only music I know right now is kind of like new music from local bands that I really, really like. So let's look, um, let's do War Bison. They have this really great song that they just released about um, the president. And it's like... And um, Dwayne, right, he's really great. So we're going to their band camp, and this is their new thing, and we want to listen to the new. Uh, go check out War Bison, everybody. They're really great. You'll love them. Here they are right now, Mutiny Radio.
Yay! We love War Bison. I'm actually, um, they just had on the 9th a new album release party at the Parkside. I wasn't able to go because I was watching two other awesome bands at Bender's, The Business Dicks, and another body found in between was Old River Rebels. Oh God, they were great. They were great. That was uh, two two weeks ago. Last week was supposed to be uh, Floating Goat at Bender's, but oh, drummer comedian Aaron Barrett got hit by a car and they broke his elbow. A drummer with a broken elbow can't imagine anything worse. This other band that I love, 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 love is These Bastards. They talked on Some Call Me Tim a while back. They're super, super great, funny guys, really talented, and they're punk rocker motherfuckers. This is called Burn the Fucker Down by These Bastards. them love these bastards i do i fucking love that band they're great live i got to see them at the elbow room in oakland which is a great great venue uh certainly go out there to oakland it's really sad that the san francisco elbow room closed but they are reborn down in oakland super close to the bar it's not terribly far you get off at 12th street and you walk toward you just go under the freeway toward jack london square and then and they're right next to a Nation's Hamburger, awesome, and some vegan place on the corner. Cool for you vegans. And around the corner is that badass beer place that has like 477 beers in the world and the butt taps and the APAs forever. Beer Revolution, I knew I'd remember. I had the opportunity to be at Rotator Tap Room last Saturday for the comedy show. They're so generous over there letting us do comedy for their Walnut Creek people and giving us money and letting us pass a tip jar and they have this two-story venue it's so fucking cool and they have like eight ipas on tap so what the fuck right why are you not over there two blocks from bart super easy to get to i didn't even have directions and i made it it was amazing rotator tap room check them out on all the places that they're awesome which is one which is walnut creek really seriously good cool fun place to hang out really big great place for like birthday party and if you live out there in walnut creek or concord wherever you live i'm not gonna i'm not gonna money shame you <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna 
suburban shame you. If you want to live out there, that's fine. I, I tried to do it. I tried to live in suburbia for a while, and it, and it was fine. There were a lot of house parties. There was a lot of driving drunk, you know, to your bar and back. But I just prefer living in the city where... I mean, I couldn't even live in the sunset because I don't feel like there's enough bars. You know what I mean? There's not one on every corner, so I just don't feel at home. Love the mission. Alcohol's way better than MDMA, you guys. Don't take that shit. Hang out. Talk to people. Use language. Wow. These newfangled kids. LaToya is on her way. I swear. She's going to bring all the news. Matthew Quirk helped us out last week with all of the death penalty news. Uh... There's just so many issues. It's like, how do I feel about it? I mean, I can only care about the issues. I think that... No, I mean, so that's the thing. Do you, I care about only the issues that, that affect me? Because all the women's stuff affects me, for sure. A lot of the racism stuff doesn't necessarily affect me. The, the classism stuff affects me. And I think that classism and racism are very together. Hmm. Hard to be esoteric because my I fried out so many brain receptors, <laughs> but it's it, it's changed me into a nicer person. It softened me a little bit when my phone was lost for that little modicum of time. I didn't even freak out. I didn't even freak out. All right, I swear she's gonna be here. Uh, I'm, I'm like, should I practice the R. Kelly thing? This is one of the reasons that sometimes people edit their podcasts. I believe in the live stream. I just let it rock. I don't um, I don't censor it from myself or from you guys. Let's look up another band that I love and we'll, we'll play them for you guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of the Wyatt Act, but Guinevere Q, no big fucking deal. It's her name. She loves it. And uh, they are a high-energy, experimental, psychedelic, transgressive. Awesome. Uh, it says, do not listen to this music warning may concern orgasms. They're so funny. I mean, they're so funny. Uh, the first song that they have here is Funny Motherfuckers. This is great. They have a lot of press. With roots in poetry, jazz, and rock, the Wyatt Act crosses lots of boundaries. The quick changes and unusual instrumentation blend perfectly with Guinevere's slam poetry-derived lyrics. Yeah, I've, I've known um, Guinevere Q, no big fucking deal, for a long time. And um, a long time. And this is a good quote. Guinevere Q has been known around these parts to be a fast-talking, no-nonsense, down-to-party mofo with no worry of running out of things to say. That's from Evan Karp of SF Weekly. I had no idea that Evan Karp woke for SF Weekly now. Well. Well, let's listen to 20 Motherfuckers. This is a fun, this is a fun song. Uh, it's real quick, and they've played it live here. They've actually played live here at Mutiny Radio outside. This is 20 Motherfuckers. I don't know. 
singular buses. I don't know. Twenty motherfuckers in my house that I like that's local that's all local here in San Francisco here there first we started with War Bison which I love 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 and then we went into these bastards and then we had uh, Wide Act go check them out all really different obviously really different music War Bison is like what's wrong with your life this is what's happening and then these bastards is like punk music punk music punk 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 music punk and then, and then, and then you you just heard Wyatt Act, which is more like super, like they. I feel like they're like Zappa meets something now. Like I don't, I don't know what. Uh, it's they're an interesting group. They're emo. No, I don't think they're emo. But uh, what is uh, emo's like? Oh my life, everything is so. No, it's not that. Okay. 
<laughs> so what's happening? I have, I have no idea what's happening. In I, the world I, I, I told, today. I told everybody that I almost, people tried to almost send me to the hospital on Saturday night, Sunday morning, and what? I'm really glad. I took a scrape off of a rock of MDMA thinking I wasn't taking hardly any, but this these newfangled kids, they do some crazy ass motherfucking drugs, and I don't remember anything for like six hours. It was basically like the time I did ecstasy over New Year's when I was 25 and I lost a bunch of time and I was like, (laughs) I like completely lost the concept of language, all of it. And um, people wanted, they were like, take her to the hospital, take her to the hospital. And thank God one of my friends was like, no, I've been an EMT. She's just really, really high. You can't really overdose on MDMA. And they'd just take her there and they'd give her fluids and she'd wake up in the morning and it would suck because she'd be in the motherfucking hospital. And they were like a big hospital bill and they didn't know I'm on Medi-Cal, which I would be angry that they made the government or the people pay for me to, it's just ecstasy. You can't really, no. it takes a lot to overdose. It's just, my brain was like not functioning. And so they ended up, two people put me in a car, took me to Jonathan and that worked out. So everything was Well, fine. wait a minute. Well, I mean, I don't remember so, any of it, but. It was, so wait a minute. So it was M- M- MDA. Pure, super, super pure MDA. Was it laced with anything else? It was, it was in just... a rock. It was laced with nothing. It was so pure that it looked like an uncut diamond. It was like the purest shit. Wow, and that's I a took, lot of money. I know. And I took my fingernail and I scraped it. Just, just, just a little scrape, and I ate it. Cause I was like, "Well, I can't snort it, cause it's not even that much to snort, and I don't even know what that's gonna do." So I ate it, and that's the last thing I remember. I remember it tasting, oh. and then all of a sudden, I remember people going, "Pam, Pam, Pam, look over, Pam, are you with us? Hey, Pam," and like that happening for a while. And then I woke up in my bed, and Jonathan was like, "You were out here for hours. I guess I like tried to suck his dick for two hours. My <laughs> jaw hurts so much, and I never suck dick. I was just like." I'm I mean, I don't remember. The bummer is I remember nothing. He's like, you don't remember. You were like, I, you were like, it took a long time for you to get language back. But then when you did, he was like, you were whispering for all And I was like, I guess I was speaking cat. I don't know. But it was, I lost a lot of time. And it was, I mean, I wish when drugs are that good, man, I wish I could have remembered it. That's kind of scary. I I like MDA. I MDMA, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and it's pure. You wait. So how do you get this big? I'm surprised the dude didn't get robbed. That's oh, some, it wasn't me. I didn't. I know. Have. I know it wasn't you. No, you would. You've been smart and sold the shit. <laughs> I was at a party. They passed it around. They said, "Take a little bit." I'm like, "Okay." Oh. All right. I took a little bit. Took too much. Just Not gonna give great. too many details. Yeah. But just I was great. the lady. I was the lady on the couch. The people, I was at a comedy show on Monday and they were like, "That she was the lady on the couch? I was like, oh shit. I'm not using any names though because I don't want anyone to get in trouble. No. But I'm just going to say that I'm really glad that there were a contingency of people that said no hospital. Which, and I feel bad about saying that on the radio. Like, if your friend's in trouble, help your friend. But like, maybe if we knew more about, I looked up on the Drug Policy Alliance website, obviously, because they have the best stuff. And they said it's really hard to overdose on MDMA. And the overdose usually comes from other things like too much water like or too little water or the hydration the hydration part. dehydration hyperhydration too mixing of heat. alcohol well i was drinking quite a bit oh. but and Never maybe mind. that had I, I mean anyways what's going on in the news i want to know uh let's see what's going on in the news well since i've been gone since yeah, you've did, been gone where did you go Tell us i just went to trip. la um how'd it go I had fun, but I was disappointed. So my goal was to go and do an open mic. I went to a couple of places because, you know, the Internet's supposed to help you and be your friend. Right. So 
first night I so I went to the comedy store I went to this other place uh, that which had been closed down um, so I went to three places comedy store we have a private party tonight. Oh, no. The other place I went to, which was across... I went to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Nice. But didn't eat. Because I stood... Because the place I was supposed to do open mic was closed down. Oh, shit. So I stood outside of Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, mad, pissed off, and not hungry. Yeah. Um, and then the other place, I, it was, I was too late for. Oh, So man. everything was an epic fail. And I spent all this money on, like, Lyfts and Ubers. Because, oh, you know... No. No, I mean that sucks. I know. How else do you get out around? And you could try to take you could try to take the bus, but it is so complicated. There are com- so yeah. many buses, and they go so many different ways. Like if you don't know the system, it's really hard. I just, and the yeah, underground I is that. possible, but it's only really possible like certain areas, right? So like you could go Chinatown to Mo- Santa Korea Monica. To, yes, you can do all that shit. Right. But like getting around other places is tough. You can get downtown, but then what are you going to do down there? Yeah, I was trying to get the Pico and stuff like. I wasn't right, going to because it's yeah. already painful. You, you already sit in traffic already, so mm. just imagine being on a bus mm. and then dropping people off. It's whatever. Yeah. But other than that, it was fun. I I, I drank a lot. W- were you down there for a party or for friends? I was there for friends just to visit. Cool. I went. Um, we went to this swanky place. So, oh, and another thing. So, I bought tickets to a show at the comedy store to go see. Um, um, oh my god I forgot his name he used to write for Dave Chappelle uh, it'll come to me but I really wanted to see him the tickets were five bucks so it was at the comedy store so I'm like well at least I can see a show and my tickets I bought for the wrong day no. I bought for the day that I was leaving No. so we go up there and I'm like no. I don't think this is the day is it because his name wasn't on there it was um joe rogan was on the headline i'm like this is not i read it and it was the wrong day oh my god so i was just like i'm fucking up all i'm just this whole trip's just a fuck up i and so like went midweek yeah so i mean the good i mean we went across straight a street a street to the sunset hotel which was nice and swanky we're producers and stuff oh my but i was really that's part I was really butthurt because I bought two tickets for my friend and yeah. I and I'm like yeah just for letting me stay at your crib well you could give them to her for the next night she, she well she it. had an event oh. to go to because she works in the industry so but um, damn it I can't remember his name for the life of me skinny white guy with glasses he wrote for Chappelle's show his name will come up probably after this podcast right but other than that it was fun I'm going to try oh, to man. go back down in May because there's a music festival I want to go to. And then that way, maybe I'll do a little bit more research sure, rather sure, than sure. like three well, days research of finding what places to go to. Yeah, I wouldn't um, I wouldn't use the internet for that stuff. I would I would always go to people. And I lost the, the thing. Oh, is I with lost Eric the, Escobar. Because yeah, I, I would say Andy Picaro, Eric Escobar. Um, I'd hit up um, my new buddy from the festival, uh, Ellen Doyle. She was great. And she was an L.A. person. Oh, Just Erickson or Erickson Just. His name is actually Erickson Just, but his podcast is called Just Erickson. Anyways, yeah. next time I, you go down, hit up those people. 
I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna have you send it to me via text or message. And we'll do it the way I do it, where I set up an. I send up a messenger with us, and I say, "Hey, Ellen, this is my buddy Doria. She's fucking hilarious. Put her on a show, and then they do that. Yeah, or they at least put you on the podcast. Because you know, the funny thing is, like the. uh, I had the note in my purse. Yeah. I had everything. I'm like, I had it in a zipper. I'm like, okay, make sure when you get on the plane, you know, you put this in. You could always. You could have messengered me. Oh, oh, I would have helped you. I'm, uh, I'm going up to uh, Portland. I thought it Yay. was going to go up to Portland and Seattle, May 10th through 20th, but it might just be Portland oh. because I have so many booked gigs already in Portland and not really in Seattle yet. So I'm like, I might stay as well just Portland. stay in Portland. Yeah, I have. I fly in the morning of the 10th. I have a show with Jenna Vesper on Friday the 10th, and I have a show. A uh, brunch show on both Saturday the 11th and the 12th. Oh my I'm God, looking, that's cool. Yeah, I've got a show on Sunday the 12th at night. So I've got a brunch show during the day. I'm trying to get a show on the 11th at a, another place. I just sent this guy a message. I don't have anything Monday. Tuesday is the Helium show, which is the whole reason I'm going. Is they have, You've seen all the tapes. You've watched. Oh, yeah. All the tapes for Fort, Portland are fucking amazing because at the Helium oh, that's Club, the helium thing. Which, is yeah. their, which is their punchline, they have the most amazing videographer. I'm going up there just to get this fucking five-minute video. <laughs> I mean... I'm gonna do a hot five. I'm try to. I'm gonna put it together and do my hottest five, and not fuck up and have an actual good video of myself and be like, look, and it's from Portland and I'm from San Francisco. So look, I travel. <laughs> what would he do? That's but so dope. I'm gonna do that. Then I am, I'm double booked on Wednesday. Um, two shows: one with Tyrone Collins, one with Jake Breslauer, and then. Thursday, looking for things. Friday, looking for things. Saturday, I, at the 18th, I have a show at night. And damn. Yeah. So those are the things I already have booked. That's, and that's I know, and I'm stoked. And the tickets are only like, they're pretty cheap on Alaska. So I was going to do this big thing and go up. And I might still do Seattle, but I'd have to take a train or a bus. And I'd have to get some bookings up there first. You have to coordinate stuff more. Yeah. And well, this is a lady with no agent. Yeah, I find No, that. she's her own agent manager. No, I just... Oh, it's because of the festival. I, I have the ability to travel because people travel to me once a year. And I've collected enough comics in a certain amount of cities that I am gifted and able to go up there and stay on people's couches and do booked shows and not spend too much money because the food stamps work just as well in Oregon and Washington. Yeah, yeah. Food stamps are national. Why did I not know that? It's been a while since I've been on food food stamps. So I can go up there and I can buy some groceries for the people I stay with. I also have some friends that live in Portland. I'm going to try to kind of spread it around to a couple different houses so I don't feel Gratitude. like... That's I don't, don't want to be like a smelly fish in your house. Like, I don't want to be like that. Like Thanks for letting me stay. Yeah. I, well, I always do dishes. Like, if I stay on someone's couch, they'll never do a dish. I'll take the garbage out. I'll probably clean their bathroom. Like, I, if there's something that needs to be done, I'll do it because I don't want them ever to be like... I want them to be sad when I leave. Yeah. I want them to be like, oh, we had a Pam, though. Yeah. That was so she was buying food and cooking food. She was so domestic and funny. She was so domestic. God, we want one of those. Well, it's because, I mean, on the weekends with these brunch shows, which are awesome. I'm so, I need to start a brunch show here. Yeah, I'm going to start looking to try to put one up. Because I have time on Sundays. I, why not have a brunch show? Yeah, I don't think, I don't think there's such thing other than like the drag show, which is completely different. um, I don't know if there's one here yet. I mean, I just, I know guys in Portland, two of them have them. And so it's just about finding a venue where, you know, 
and getting the right comics. I don't want to have like poached eggs and people start talking about cum or some shit. Like, oh. you know what I mean? Or like there's grits and they're like, look like you got a bunch of cum on your plate there, son. Oh, that's so like juvenile. that's juvenile. Yeah, yeah, you won't. Those people won't get booked. Well, again. and that's the funny is that when when people ask to be booked on specific shows that I'm running now, and I'm like, people ask to be on the Walnut Creek show at Rotator Tap Room, and I'm like, oh, you think you're ready for that? Oh, okay. Oh, speaking I'm of, I'm like, I'm saving, I'm saving my. I mean, that's like, I'm, I never want to have a clunker in that room because <laughs> I love that room now, and I don't want him to be like, oh my god, we got so offended when. So, I mean, you know, you know, some people yeah. are too edgy, and and I can be often accused of being too edgy. But I still, but you know, your audience. You've been when you've been in this game for a while. You know your audience. You know what things not to do. And when people pull back, right. I'm like, okay, let's not do that. I like I talked about abortion a lot in the last show, but there were two women that loved it. I was being really <laughs> political, and this one lady in front who looked like she was actually in the '70s. I was like, you burned your bra for us. Thank you. It's like you read books, so I could talk about my butthole. I love it. And like, so I knew kind of where to, I, I gauged everything from those ladies. When the yeah. guys were pulling back, I'm like, uh, buckle up, buttercups. Yeah. Like, we're going to fucking talk about abortion. I know. I want to talk about that Facebook. Oh, I was. You want to talk about what happened last <laughs> last Friday at the at the happy hour? Because I was sure. like, I was trying to listen to like what did I miss something? And oh, it was I, fine. I wasn't even supposed to be there that day. That's so funny that the two days, the two days on happy hour, the open mic here that we run here on Mutiny Radio from six to eight, the two days that I wasn't even supposed to, I wasn't even supposed to be there on that day. But the per like George's hasn't been feeling well, and so we said, oh, I can't be there. And I was like, okay, I'll run the board, no big deal. So I'm back here running the board, and. Uh, and and that whole situation happened. Um, I just I I lost it on two comics because you know Mutiny Radio were a shoestring budget and and I know that's my fault. I'm in charge and I just don't know how to ask people for money. I don't know who to ask for money. I'm just I'm a socialist. It's hard for me to be like Mutiny Radio needs your money. I mean I wish I could be like. I could force people to pay for downloads, but you can't do that. And I don't know how to make my website do it. There's a lot of things I don't know how to do. And I really love help with that. But one of the ways I ask for help is that we give a lot of stage time here at the station to comics who are working on their stuff and they get a recorded event and I hold the space and they don't have to buy a drink. There's no alcohol here. They can be sober. I let people smoke pot. I don't give a fuck because like we don't know what's going on, but there's no drinking here. So it's a, it's a safe space. It's also like, it's. I mean, I shouldn't say it's. You could smoke pot, and it's all ages at the same time. But, I mean, you'll be carded. I. I don't know what the rules are at this point with that stuff. But I like to smoke pot, and I smoke pot during that show. Okay. So, and I hadn't smoked any pot yet, and I came in here, and I was coming off another job because I was babysitting, and I wasn't even supposed to be here, and. I got here and I was just like, ugh, and everybody, they're all chomping at the bit to get in and get on the sign-up sheet and get started. And I'm a little bit late and it's just before six o'clock uh -oh. and so I'm setting everything up. And the same two people sign up first and second, the same two people that come to every open mic and never stay and never support anybody else and disrespect the room and have said, fuck Mutiny Radio into the mic in front of me. They never, some, one of them never pays. One of them sometimes pays. And I'm only asking for $2. I'm asking for two dollars. I want my two dollars. My work, $2. my work, sitting behind this, this board here, giving them a microphone with sound, so that they can run their jokes, is worth two dollars. Not even to mention that it is recorded, right? For everybody to hear. When they don't pay for so many weeks, 
They are basically saying that I'm worthless, that my work has no value. They get up there on that, that stage. Their work has value. Their work should be listened to. They should be on the radio and they should be recorded and they should be podcast and they should be able to go to the next thing. And they should be having an audience and they deserve it all. Those ch- children, those 23, 24-year-old kids just graduated from college, they deserve everything. They do not deserve my work. They, I deserve $2 for that work and that is underpriced. And those little fucking cunt faces disrespected me. And so I finally called them out because I'd reached a breaking point. I'm a 44-year-old woman who's working very hard for myself, for the community. And when these disrespectful babies come in here, pretentious as all. I went to Berkeley. I'm smarter than I have two master's degrees. Get the fuck off the stage. I don't wear a t-shirt that says, I went to UC San Diego. That means I'm smarter than you because you went to a community college. Meow, meow, meow. You don't even have to go to college to do comedy. One of these kids (laughs) has gone to Berkeley and he thinks he's better. And you know what? His parents paid for it. You know what? I don't have parents anymore, you assholes. My parents don't like me. Your parents still give you money and you can't give me $2 for the opportunity to be in this fucking building? It's disrespectful. Then get the fuck out. So I told him. I told him on air. I told him to get the fuck out and not come back. Because I don't need them. They need me. If they want, they don't need me. They have plenty of other mics. They have plenty of other places. There are so many open mics in San Francisco, which is why they don't have to be here. And if they don't want to be here and they don't respect me and want to give me my $2, $2, then good. Go bother someone else with your shitty jokes. I mean, and they're not shitty jokes. It's that's not fair to say. Both of them can do a good hot five because they've worked on it and they have jokes and they work on them and stuff and they work up to stuff. But right now they're both working on new jokes and I'm sorry. They're not funny yet. They're not funny yet. Not, yes, you worked hard and you got a good five minute set and everybody loved you and they put you on all these shows. But guess what? Now that set is dead and you're fucked because you have to write more. Oh, have you not been doing it for eight years? You don't have jokes from five years ago that you can just recycle that you already wrote? Oh, you don't have that? Oh, you don't have? Oh, oh, I know, but I'm not funny. But I'm the one that's not funny. That's right, that's fine. My eight years of writing and my books that I've written before that and all of my experience is worthless because you're a 24-year-old millennial and the world belongs to you because you deserve it. Because you deserve it. You're so important. Everything you've done is so important. And every trophy you've gotten has been real. I mean, everyone got the trophy, but yours was really important. And I'm so glad. Gold that you're, star. I'm glad that you're 24 and you own the world. I love it. Good for you. Fuck you guys. I mean, <laughs> motherfucker. <right>? Motherfuckers. You, you <laughs> I, I mean, so that's what I, that's what I told him. Because I, I, <laughs> I, I kept trying to listen to him. I'm like, I got to hear this. But, but I was listening to the comments and stuff. And I was like, yeah. ooh, damn. Some shit went down. Well, it's and, fine. If they don't want to pay, if people don't want to pay, if don't, they don't, don't think use, this place is worth it. Don't come. Then don't come. There's... Plenty of other new comics that love this space. There's plenty of people that want to come from other parts of the nation. There's plenty of people that think that mutiny radio is important. I'm one of them. And if people don't think it's important, then don't. Don't. My thing is this. Like, if the places that do have the open mics and what have you are mostly bars. Yeah. So we don't have alcohol here. We don't have an alcohol license or anything. So we don't make a profit that way. No money. Hence why... $2 $2 is nothing for, I mean, it doesn't even have to be bills. It can be Change. all the dimes. Yeah, I love dimes. Yeah, quarters, that works too. But $2 is nothing. Like, I was even actually reading in some of the places that, that they do open mic at, which weren't all bars in LA, they also, they also say like $2 or a couple dollars for some stage time, it would have you, which is kind of normal, if, especially if you're not a bar. 
that's I mean that's the only reason how we're how we're going to turn profit yeah, here true. is <laughs> through profit. that well well the, the, yeah the only way to keeping lights on any, right, right, yeah. right, 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 right you know keeping the switchboard be, working I can't, I can't even imagine what turning a profit would be like I mean I know what I'd do with that the first thing I would do is pay the people that have been working really hard that haven't ever been paid I have I have an accountant who never gets paid I have a tech guy who does so much shit for me and, and I never I've, I gave him money once I feel like such an asshole but like when I can barely pay myself I, I'm like well what else am I supposed to do but boy oh boy do I wish I could pay some people and and I understand that like that's how real businesses work that you like pay people and they work for you and they work hard and then that's great but I mean I don't know how to do that and people go well why don't you get a small business loan get a small business loan so I can pay other people then I'm just in debt then I'm in debt to pay other people what is that even why would I do that I don't like loans. I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand still the economy. I mean, I understand the economy, but I'm like, I guess I have to value my product. And when I try to value the product, even at two dollars, and I'm getting pushback, it's like, how can I raise the value of my my accountant lady? My wonderful suggest said um, that tickets for the festival should be fifteen to twenty dollars. I'm like, for a t- twenty t- fifty minute show? And she's like, ten dollars is too cheap now. People don't think it people in San Francisco don't think it's anything because it doesn't they don't think it has value unless it costs a lot. Like that seems to be this Yeah, there is like a avocado toast for twenty dollars. Right, 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 right. Like like it's like like gluten free really, avocado toast yeah, for twenty dollars. Yeah. But so you're living stupid. in like a on a bunk bed with tons of roommates. Right. Yeah, that makes a right. lot of sense. Yeah. How many people live on their own here? Uh, Not too are, many. I mean, I'd like to see how many people don't have a paycheck from mommy and daddy. Right. That would be like that entitlement. I, I used to I always used to get down on the kids on Hate Street and it was like, Go home. Like stop <laughs> stop panhandling yes. on Hate Street. And and st- stop and leave go, his- go apologize to your mother. Like you still have a is. chance, okay? Yeah. Go and, apologize to dad. Go wash your dog. Go, wash your dog. Apologize to dad. You you could actually go back to Walnut Creek. Wouldn't that be nice? Look at your nice room in Walnut Creek. Doesn't that seem or more Marin. comfortable? But but it's like cool to sleep in the and, and that's not all. That is That's not all questionably house people, but the young kids on hate street, I just want to like tell them. And I know some of them have been abused and they ran away from home for a reason and all that kind of stuff. But there's other ones where it's like, you can't go to church just on Sundays to make your mom happy. Like you, is it that, is that that big a sacrifice for you that, to have a bedroom and food. I'm going to sound like an old school Republican right now. Yeah, I know. I Get a like fucking a job. Oh my God. Get a job. Get a job. Even part time. Do something. Right. Fuck. Well, I know in San Francisco, it's, it's $15 an hour. I mean, I just, I just, I got a raise from my employer and I was like, don't give me a raise. I, I, mean, I mean, dude, there are, there, there's, there, there's the working poor that. for a reason. The working poor, they have jobs because they have dignity. Those motherfuckers on hate with their do- begging for money, all like heroin and methed out and shit like that. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Pooping on the street. Oh shit. my God. We really do though. There really should be a public restroom situation. That Nasty we can motherfuckers. This is very funny. My friend Nikos came from, Greece and the way that we met him was that we love Greece because one of the things about Italy and Greece they have an open container law so we couldn't necessarily afford to drink in bars every night but what we could afford is to go to the bottle shop and we could get these awesome beers in Greece they were called fix oh my god I gotta get my fix and they were like a euro ten right for this big bottle of or 
sometimes bottles, sometimes cans. And you could drink on the street. So we're walking around Greece, looking at all the old, old rocks, loving it in Athens, <laughs> drinking our beers. And we have to go potty. And we're like, oh no, what do we do? Where do we go? Oh my God, I don't know. So we go in some back alleys and we're like, oh, we can't go there because there's that guy and he's in that parking thing. So we finally found a way there, where to go potty. And then we run around and we, fi- we find him like, hey, la, 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 la. we start talking to him. And then he became our friend. And he didn't yes. realize that he became our friend because we were going potty in that alley. And when we finally told him, he was like, you went, you went like a dog, like a dog. You go to the bathroom in the street. I said, well, what do we do? He goes, you walk into a restaurant or a bar and you say, I'm going to use the restroom. And they say, okay. Like, he's like, in Greece, you use the restroom. There are restrooms. We use them. You, you want to, you don't have to buy a drink. To, but you don't. I'm like, but here in the United States, if you don't buy a drink, you can't use the bathroom. They're like, he's like, this is not in Greece. We are not like that. If you I have to go I to the go bathroom, to the bathroom, use the bathroom anyway. I do it anyway. I go. You I, just go in and say, I'm using the restroom. Yeah. Yeah. I've been turned away with children in certain parts of the city where I'm like, Here, the child has to potty. And they're like, no ba- no restroom. Yeah. I, I Likely, that's only happened to me once at a place because I didn't buy anything. I said, fuck you. But yeah. There at are Starbucks, some, you have to have a code. At yeah. Pete's, you have to have a code. Oh, like, I asked for that code. code. I'm you, like, give me the code. Give me the code. But, One, two, three, four, five. Because I used to be weary like that too about like, I don't know. I've been turned away so much that I feel more comfortable as a San Franciscan going in the streets than I do in a in a person's See. public restroom. Now in Greece, he said, "You're an animal. You're animal people. What are you doing? You He's ask right. the person. What you're so afraid of talking to someone, you cannot ask them to use." I'm like, oh, "That's might be it. We're too afraid to ask permission to use the bathroom, so we just go in the street." But here in San Francisco, people are saying no to people who ask. Who need, who need, and so they go, and so now we're like, oh, there's a problem, but poop on the street. And it's like, well, if we I mean, gave people facilities. I think the problem is, because like, we would, when I worked at Blooming Be- uh, Bloomingdale's doing makeup, we had, you know, all kinds of people would come and use the bathroom, but the problem was, they weren't just using the bathroom, they were shooting up, too. Yeah. And people overdosing. Mm-hmm. And my thing is this, you just have to, and I hate to be that person, too, but you 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 gotta be aware of who maybe the person is or what have you, and especially if they have children. Come on, really? If You're just being children, an asshole. Yeah, you gotta let the children. You just go. you just being an asshole. Like I go to the the Starbucks uh, bathroom all the time on the financial district. I don't get coffee from there. I just I'm like, what's I your like code? Pete's coffee. Pete's coffee is like crack, man. Yeah. I drank some of that yesterday, and I was like, I actually want some coffee. <laughs> Um, we, we, but, we, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, this but, is, but before we take yeah, the yeah. break, um, I'll read to them. About I think I think the fact of the matter. I've noticed this about living here in San Francisco. People are a little bit more stingy with the restrooms, which I can kind of understand, obviously, because of well, we have so many questionably crackheads. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the non-crackheads, by the way. Um, but two, I think it's a little bit inhumane for us to be like you know you have to buy something in order to use the bathroom you're just inviting someone to shit on your turf the, the only re- it's saying that you have to you have to be that to be a human you have to be financially together that your humanity yeah. depends on your fiscal fiscal wherewithal and that is fucking fucked up it's it's uh what's the word it's not racist it's it's uh i think it's economist just like, yeah. it's no it's, it's uh classism. classism it's classist yeah 
But I mean, only people who are allowed to use the bathroom are people who can afford to. Fuck you. And the th- it's just like I mean, I get it. Maybe if the city, like we talk about this all the time, with if they could clean up their shit literally and help the questionably house, we probably wouldn't have this much of an issue with the restrooms and public places. But there's a lot of them. There's 25 of them. There are 25 self-cleaning toilets operating through the San Francisco Pit Stop program that are accessible for people with disabilities. Also, so it's these self-cleaning things that yeah. the J.C. Decau, um, the trucks go around and, and it hoses down every the pit stop. Um, and I'll, there's there are currently 70 kiosks located through San Francisco generating revenue to support this program. Oh, wow. This program is operated at no cost to the city. In exchange for the toilets, the city allows the contractor to install public advertising kiosks and newspaper kiosk stands on city sidewalks. There are currently 70 kiosks located through San Francisco generating revenue to support this program. So there are 70 kiosks that people pay the program to promote on so that they can pay for these 25 self-cleaning toilets. So here we go. Fuck you, city of San Francisco. I was just going to give you kudos for putting together a place for people to take a shit. But it isn't even you. It's this other thing. You don't have to pay. It's free right now. So it's free. So somebody else said, whoa, this is a problem. There's 25 free places to take a dump. And San Francisco hasn't done shit about it. But dump Here is. Here are where they are. If you... Fisher's, Fisherman's Wharf. There's two at Fisherman's Wharf. Jefferson and Powell Streets. Bay and Taylor. Coit Tower Pioneer Park. Uh, so that's North North Beach. Washington Square, Union and Columbus. Okay, we're still in North Beach. Pier 7. Justin Herman Plaza. Market in California Street. Uh, St. Mary's Square at Pine and Quincy Street. Union Square at Geary and Powell. Macaulay Park at Larkin and O'Farrell. Bodecker Park at Eddie and Jones. Those are all um, Tenderloin. Market and Powell. That's the one I'm That's, familiar with. Yeah. Civic Center. That one too. Grove and Larkin. UN Plaza, Market and 7th. Embarcadero and Harrison. Oh, wow. Embarcadero and Harrison all the way down there. Stanion and Waller. Market and Church. Market and 17th. Mission and 16th. Popular one. Twin Peaks. Up at the top there, kids. Mission and 24th. South Van Ness and Cesar Chavez. Oh, never seen that one. Uh, Drum and Clay and Twin Peaks at 501 Twin Peaks Boulevard. I so you, I bet you the Twin Peaks one is nice because probably no one's going to that one. <laughs> well, those ones are the ones for the white people that walk up to the top. They're yeah, like, let's exactly. see the view. Oh, right. we have the old potty. What are we going to do? <laughs> oh, it's so clean. But the majority of them seem to be in the Tenderloin, and I know why, because, mm-hmm. I mean, I walk through it all the time, and it's like, that's why. That's why I'm afraid to use those... Um, the ones like around the downtown area like i've never been to the powell station one i'm afraid of the civic center one. i've used the one at 16th street um i've not used the one at 16th because i'm always thinking they so- clean though they every every 20 minutes the door closes and goes and all of this water comes down so it's not like it can be super gross like it takes a lot to make it super gross like a dead body yeah right <laughs> you, you said it right Twin Peaks it's the 10 best someone yelped it right the 10 best pu- public see restrooms. I figured it oh, it's, I figured it's, that it's gone dang it that yelp well now, now that means I just want to go for a hike up there and Hell just yeah. so I can just take a shit here's <laughs> pro tip from you know Pam Benjamin used to be burner not great as a carbon footprint but always have a gallon Ziploc bag in your backpack because you flip the tops of the gallon Ziploc bag open over your hands so you don't get your hands wet and you stick it up against your twat and you pee into the bag 
and then you zip it up and then you find a place to dispose of it nicely like a drain or like a I mean a toilet if you can find it but what you do I mean just a drain is good but you can you can pee in a bag I've peed even if, if you're super worried about it you can throw it straight into a garbage can but that's not a great idea because it's going to open up at some point and then the pee goes everywhere and that's not nice so you want to pee in the bag and then you want to find a nice place to dispose of it but at least you can hold it for a little while and it's a Ziploc so it doesn't if you're worried about it put it inside of another bag like not a plastic bag but like a paper bag <laughs> No. <laughs> wait a minute. I am wait a, a minute. Frontiers wait, woman. I am a modern frontiers woman, and I will piss in a plastic bag any day of the, the week. The only time I would probably do that is if I am stuck in the car. There's no fuck that. You know what? Pull over. So pull over. And when you I'm pull pulling. over, I would rather. So sometimes it's easier when you pull over rather than pulling your pants down or your skirt up and sort of leaning on the door handle and leaning to pee out the door. What I'm saying is, you can kneel on the ground. You put the plastic bag up against your twat. You pee in the bag very comfortably. It can't go willy-nilly. You close it up and you got it. There's no, it's like instead of like, you know, squatting so that everyone gets to see like a little bit of the ass or anything, you're just, you're kneeling. If you're wearing a skirt, just pull your underwear off, kneel down, put it underneath the skirt. No one will ever know. This is an excellent trick for things like Halloween. Um, when you're at when you're out at a concert, she's done this. Before. I've done this a lot. She's done this many times. Forty forty four years alive, and I know how to pee into a goddamn. Plastic I can't bag. pee straight, so every it time doesn't I matter. Pee. That's the whole thing is you're holding it in because it's it's the plastic bag up against your legs, and you're holding the pee has nowhere it, to go but in the bag. By the way, it's a freezer bag. I'm suggesting. For yeah, it's a, it's a gallon Ziploc bag. Yeah, freezer not, bags not the sandwich, not, not the sandwich, sandwich bag. bag. No, there's not enough. <laughs> No, 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 no. There's not enough space in a sandwich bag. You could overflow the sandwich bag. That would be a problem. And then drip, and then drip all drip, over the drip, place. And then you'd be like R. Kelly. He'd be so happy. Ooh, chaps. Ooh. Speaking of him, I know. Um, he uh, got bailed out. Well, this is this would be last week's news with yeah, R. Kelly. It's okay. Um, so basically, he got bailed out against some mysterious. Right, the, yeah, the rich woman. Yeah, no, that was that was, that was the before. first time. Yeah, he got bailed out because with, he, yeah. Rich so, but now some some of the people that had you know one of his ex girlfriends is um, came out. Her name's Dominique. I forgot her name. Oh, Basically yeah. came out to not in defense of him, but oh, no. she said that basically he's um, he's kind of abusive. That's what we got out of it, but. You know, there's more to come on this R. Kelly saga or what have you. But speaking of rapists, we can talk about uh, 45. The president? Yeah. yeah. So he sent some really fucked up tweets. Yeah. This is Kellyanne Conway's husband, a stone cold loser. Why is our president using a like really derogatory language, like really inflammatory and but dumb people language stone cold he's a stone, stone cold, cold loser. loser his his insert what are you doing did you did, has barack obama ever called anyone a loser uh i can't imagine he, he that. called kanye a jackass which i agree well, with fair enough um <laughs> but the tweets that uh he sent this or uh, this past weekend okay George so conway one, often referred to as mrs kellyanne conway by those who know him is very jealous of his wife's success and angry with that i with her help didn't give him the job that he so desperately wanted. I barely know him, but just take a look. A stone-cold loser and a husband from hell. What? what? 
Oh, a husband for hell, huh? Mm. Takes one to know one, bitch. (laughs) The tweeting is the tweeting is just my way to get out of the way, so I can get it off my chest and move on with my day that day. That's basically it. Frankly, it's so I don't end up screaming at her about it. He told the newspaper. Really? Okay, I really do think this dude's mental. Um, he's absolutely mental. He's, yeah. And remember we were talking about, like, a couple weeks ago, I, you know, people were on the fence of calling him a sociopath. Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. he is a sociopath, narcissist, narcissistic sociopath. Sure. I think he's both of those. Especially about the tweets that he sent out. There's two tweets. He shouldn't be tweeting. Okay, tweeting is unpresidential. Did you know that we can impeach a president for anything they do that's unpresidential? If they do anything or say anything unpresidential, we can impeach them. This is so fucking unpresidential. Having your own Twitter and using it in this way is the most unpresidential thing you could do. Make acting out like a child with... What the fuck? We can impeach him now. If you look at the things about what we can impeach him for. What what can we impeach him for? Unpresidential behavior. This is unpresidential. He's a loser. He's a loser. They're too worried about 2020. They don't want to do it. I would never run for president because I have no presidential behavior. Because I'm a crazy person. I fly off the handle. I yell at people. I tell people they're cunts to their face. I do drugs. Men, women, whatever. I do lots of drugs. I love drugs. Shouldn't do so many drugs. But (laughs) I would never be a president. He's not worthy. When do we get to, as Americans, stop championing mediocrity? Why? Why this fake it till we make it bullshit? I thought America was built on like homesteaders and fucking work and, and some more England Wilder racism and slavery shit. Working hard. See what I'm talking about? Working. But no, it's built and on genocide. It's built on, yeah. And genocide. <laughs> it's built on mediocrity. That's the thing. It's white mediocrity. It's built on real work. But this is why people are scared, Pam, because this but is the last of, they know, people know. Okay, Labor so is of, real. Uh, Tweeting is not real. Labor of, is real. You have some of the people like Steve Fatass Fuckface Bannon's coming back again. Uh, He's been holding these that meetings. Song today. Did you? Steve Bannon. Dickness, nigga. <laughs> See, I can quote. I can quote. I can quote my favorite rap songs that we wrote together. Come on. Just one time. Just one time. I did a hot soft day. Soft day. One time. Soft day. Can but, we not but, soft day along with the song? We're not, not allowed, allowed to. Just this one. Just this one. Okay. But, um, it's a very funny so, song. You do a great job. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so basically, he's coming around. He's going to like places like Cincinnati and uh, places outside Detroit. Is he running for president? St- no, he's st- they're starting to pack. You know, like because since there is going to oh. the 2020 pack, so he has some some crazy pack coming around, and so people, you know, they're having kind of like I guess town hall meetings, mm-hmm. and some of these people that are going to these town hall meetings are okay with dictatorship are okay with fascism they're okay with i mean it's it's so the reason why white fear is oh, real this is so great george conway seems you seem determined oh, yeah. to prove my point good for you this is the george and conway then tweet he puts out narcissistic personality disorder diagnostic criteria 301.81 from the dsm-8 and it says pervasive pattern of grandiosity in fantasy or behavior, need for admiration, a lack of empathy, beginning at early child adulthood and present at, in a variety of contexts as indicated by five or more of the following. One, has grandiose sense of self-important, e.g. exaggerates achievements and talents, expects to be recognized as superior without commensurate achievements. <laughs> oh, championing mediocre, but saying that you're the best? <laughs> is preoccupied with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love. <gasps> oh, you fat fuck, you think you're the best looking guy ever. 
your hair isn't even real, but you're hot. You need to have the hottest women on your dick all the time. Ooh, yeah. Get some. Because women aren't real. They're just objects, right? Because they have nothing. Because you're so important and they're not real. Ha <laughs> They're just objects. They just hang off me like jewelry. <laughs> Three. Believes that he or she is special and unique and can only be understood by or should associate with other special or high status people or institutions. Requires excessive admiration. Has a sense of entitlement, i.e. unreasonable expectations of especially favorable treatment or automatic compliance with his or her associates. That's hitting the nail on the coffin, yeah. I, I might I might have a little narcissist. No, we did this a couple I weeks know, ago. We did this it's couple not weeks you. Ago. I have I have empathy. No, you have an ego. I have an ego. There's I have a, a difference. But that's because because it's built on labor. It's because it's I feel right. like it's built on You have every right to have that kind of ego. Except it goes against Christ, right? Because it's I, that whole You've been saved because of uh, Christ fade. has an ego. Don't does mm. he? I don't know. Yeah, Anyways, he does. Everyone has an ego. Yeah, I have maybe too big of an ego. I'm very vain, so that's you egotistical. Look, great today. look at I thank look you. I don't glasses. have I don't have any makeup on. You, you look amazing. Thank you. Yeah. My skin's clearing up. I'm off my period. Oh, I still. Oh my god, <laughs> I have a period. I haven't had a period in a really long time, but I have an IUD. So I'm like, but I have a pregnancy test at home from way before, and I'm like, oh my god, it did expire. But I might have to take one if it doesn't come by the end of this week. I'm like, but then that made me have some narcissistic personality disorder things, some grandiose ideas. I was like, if I'm a 44 year old woman with an IUD and I get pregnant. God wants me to have a baby, right? <laughs> like, I have, like, the new Messiah in my womb. Like, Jonathan's sperm is so killer. It, like, surpassed, like, the like the, the baby pool sweeper that, like, keeps out all the dead babies. It, like, surpassed that shit and planted itself. And it's like, no, I'm sticking here. I'm a baby. And I'm like, you know what? I mean, that is it's a horrible idea. I mean, but that's, that's the kind of, like, fucked up ideas I have that I'm like, what if I really am pregnant? I, well, how could you, that happen? It'd have to be a miracle baby. What baby What baby surpasses the fucking... Because I definitely don't want a baby. But then that's the thing. Like, what if I do all of a sudden and then I'm like, I don't want a baby. But then that happens and I'm like, well, God wants me to have a baby. But I don't believe in God anymore. But then I'm like, oh shit, maybe I should believe in God. But then I'm like, you know, that's crazy. Like, and then I don't want to be the crazy raven lunatic on the street being like... I'm pregnant with the son of God. Wow. Like, he's going to save the world. Wow. I'm going to poop him out in one of those one of those 25 pit stop places, a free place to have a baby. Ah. <laughs> it's clean. It's you're clean not in there. You're definitely not a narcissist. You're that's for sure. George Conway hit the nail on the coffin on that one. I think he did too. Wait, so one of the other tweets that he was talking about, he Oh, there's more about, tweets. There's there's John, there's the John McCain one who's been dead for seven months. Oh, there's the um, my God. like he's battling a dead dude. The dude can't you look up the John McCain one. Yeah, we gotta look. I mean, eat. seriously, I the guy has been dead since summer, and he still won't let. He keeps talking about John McCain like I never favored. I never was keen on him. Dude is dead. He can't speak up from yourself. Right. And you know what though? He, he was he was a badass. He got Listen, I have my he, problems with John McCain. But and it I, goes it goes back to 1992 with the Martin Luther King Day and how he voted down in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I don't like him for that, but I respect him. He was shot down in Vietnam. I respect him he because of that. I respect him. Cage. I respect the fact he couldn't raise the roof. 
He couldn't <laughs> raise the roof because he was in a bamboo cage. No, because his shoulders were crushed. Oh, <laughs> poor little dude. Being tortured. That's not funny. But no, but he, they put him in little bamboo cages so he couldn't raise the roof anyway because you yeah. couldn't raise the roof on a bamboo cage. Plus, it was like two, two feet tall. I respect him for, Lord in dude. 2008, he, he when he was running against Obama, he was he was uh, courageous, and especially with like a lot of the um, racism and xenophobia exem- uh, that some of his followers um, were saying about Barack Obama. Yeah. I respect about what he did about the health care when he put the thumbs down. I don't respect him. This makes him no on- sense. It's exactly what you're saying. Trump intensifies attack on McCain. I never was a fan of John McCain, and I never will be. This He's- just came out on the 19th. That's today. Today's twentieth, but oh, I'm sorry, enough. I have no idea where I, I submerge myself in the a barrel. The only reason of why IPA. I know that because I got paid yep. today. President Donald Trump on Tuesday ratcheted up his attacks on the late Senator John McCain against mm-hmm. lashing out at former lawmaker for his dramatic thumbs down vote to repeal Obamacare in 2017. I'm gonna grab some weed. Do you have any weed? I don't know. I don't think I do in my bag right oh, now. Wait, I think I have some. Weed. I'm sorry. I never was a fan of John McCain. I never will be. Trump told reporters while sitting next to Brazilian President Jair. Bolsonaro in the Oval Office. Who's another going to be like a fascist guy like <sighs> Trump? Wasn't he the guy who got shot? Yeah, in Brazil. And so. he's one of those, he's kind of like Trump 2.0 in Brazil. Mm. Trump accused McCain, who died of cancer in August, of changing his vote on the health care law at the last minute without notice. More than a year and a half after McCain cast his legendary vote on the Senate floor, Trump said the move made him very unhappy. Our country would have saved trillion dollars and we would have had great health care, Trump said Tuesday. The president claimed McCain had campaigned on the promise of replacing Obamacare and still chose to thwart Republican efforts in 2017, a move on Trump called disgraceful. Trump's comments come days after the president railed against McCain on Twitter, noting that he passed along to former FBI director James Comey, not my homie, an explosive and largely unversified dossier compiled by an ex-British intelligence officer alleging links between Trump and Russia. Trump also mocked McCain on Twitter for being last in his class at the U.S. Naval Academy. The former Navy pilot graduated from the military academy in 1958, finishing near, but not all, not at the bottom of his class. Though Obamacare vote was at the peak of the Paris feud, clashes between Trump and McCain date back, by the way, he's dead, to the beginning of the former presidential campaign, fed by a variety of personal and political policy disagreements. Trump stirred intense controversy on a campaign trail in July 2015 when he knocked McCain by saying, he's not a war hero, and that I like people who weren't captured. You know... shit right there, yeah. It's every... You know, every time I forget a little bit, and then I read a little bit, and I realize, like, what a horribly disrespectful pile of dog shit is in the presidency right now. It's like, this rich motherfucker cheated his way out of not going to Vietnam. He was wealthy enough that he didn't have to go. Bones Unlike a lot of people. And by the way, he's afraid of stairs. So that's right. how much of a because pussy he's is. Fat. He doesn't want to fall down. He's and break a pussy. His head. Only pussies talk like that. And he's a horrible person. Only well. pussies say stupid shit and bully people. And when the, because he can't fire anyone face to face, he has mm. to have everyone else do his dirty Fire him work. on a tweet. You're fired. Yeah. He just, he's a pussy. A terrible guy. That's a, actually, that's an insult to my pussy. It's an insult to um, the strength and wonderment. Of the female uterus vagina, all of our genitals. So that he probably wouldn't know anything about. No, of course he has no idea where the clitoris is. Of course he doesn't. I just love throwing 
just random fake news fake news we have we have no idea whether Trump knows where the clitoris is or not he but don't. I am he pretty don't. sure he he's never gone down on Melania and uh, those by the way uh, I'm sure McCain. her vagina isn't pretty enough for him to go down on <laughs> because he's got to belittle everything and when he's talking about John McCain's record about him finishing last he finished number like fifth to last yeah, but he flew but, planes in Vietnam but here's the thing um, didn't wasn't Donald Trump trying to hide his records from Warden and stuff because he was a poor student? Yeah, he was. So he hit his SAT. Yeah, he told uh, Cohen uh, to hide his hide stuff. Those, yeah, yeah, Michael Cohen. So shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the Keep fuck up. Going. McCain spent roughly five and a half years in a notorious North Vietnamese prison where he was repeatedly t- five and a half years. That's longer than Trump was in college. That's longer than. <laughs> that's about the same time as I've been here in SF. Yeah, that's. I mean, let's... It's a half a decade. Five and a half years in a prison being tortured. Oh, but he's not a war hero. Oh, God, I hate this guy. Trump was not invited to McCain's funeral, blah, blah, blah. And Trump's tweets over the weekend drew fire from the View host Meghan McCain, the late senator's daughter, who accused the president of obsessing over her father and his political rivals. Yeah, he's obsessing. The guy's fucking dead. There's no reason to fight him. There's no fight here. There's no fight. There's no dog in the fight. The dog is dead. The dog is dead. What? Who's going to win? Who's going to win? Trump or a dead dog? Clearly, that's the, the thing. The dead dog. With a dead dog. And it's true because when you power struggle, it's something that I, I, get, I call myself out on a lot. And especially I deal with a lot of children. You never power struggle with a child because then you're power struggling with a child. Then you're giving the child power. You're like, you are equal to argue with me. We are having a power struggle. That weakens you. You lose, adult. Hey, adult, when you power struggle with your three-year-old and then you let your three-year-old win, you really lose. Like, (laughs) it's better to listen to them cry for an hour about the thing that they wanted than to just give it to them and never have control over them ever again. It just just boggles boggles my mind. Like, it's so disrespectful. And the sad thing is... The Republicans who loved McCain so much and respected him as a man. There's only been maybe two Republicans that have came out and, you know, who called out the president saying that it's very disrespectful what he's done. The, the Republicans, they've gone so far down the Trump hole that you're letting them the beat Trump up hole, uh, yeah. the Trump hole. Yeah, They're, you're letting them beat up a dead man, a dead man that was a hero. And I, I can't believe I'm saying John McCain was here because I wouldn't sacrifice my shit for five years in a, a POW prison. So he's got more he's got more balls than me. But this guy, it's just I I'm, I really want to say some really, really bad things right now. And I wish nothing but pure ill will but i can't say those things because people be watching i don't want to get in trouble yeah i don't want to get in trouble i honestly had like a i had a psycho almost almost a psychotic break this weekend um when i was watching that uh roe v wade thing that's on um netflix right now because netflix shapes my life i know i know all right but (laughs) i watched this thing and there was a scene in it where our new president in 2017 is being inaugurated and I was watching it. I actually had some nightmares about it after, but as I was watching it, it was such an outer body experience. Cause I was like, I'm watching this. This really happened. This is real. This is happening now. Our rights, human rights are under fire. Um, this is crazy and it's real. And I like, 
I I had like this sort of existential breakdown of like, how can this be real? How can this be happening? What kind of world are we living in? What can I do to change things? Do I have any power here at all? Are we all going to hell in a handbasket? Like, ah, I freaked out. I think that's why I think I did my. I think you know, voting using this platform and letting you know things get out there because unfortunately some people don't listen to all the news I'm one of those people that do that I'm so sad Um, I do have to take breaks but it's just like for example we just uh, almost it's been almost a week since that terrible thing that happened in New Zealand where those 49 Muslims were murdered by that white supremacist who um, please tell me you know about that I have have no idea ah I have no I, I'm sorry that's like the biggest story so I can't even is it on the side of a bus do people or is it in the is it in, in the look it up SF Weekly yeah, oh, yeah. it yeah it should have been so basically um, like I said 49 Muslims were slaughtered by white supremacists he went to two different mosques I believe to kill uh, Muslims he had some quotes from this fuckface PewDiePie he said make sure you uh, subscribe to PewDiePie and then he also is a fan of Candace Owens I hate you I can't stand you bitch she, she's a fucking coon and she blocked me on Twitter or actually she didn't block me but she had me in Twitter jail for a moment that's my first What's time Twitter jail she said you can't talk about me like that so basically she okay I'll go. I'll, I'll finish no it. I'll, I'll I'll finish the Muslim thing. But yeah. what Candace Owens is, she's a fucking coon. She um, basically is works for this place. Uh, it's called Turnpoint America, um, and they are uh, they get their money from the Koch brothers. So oh. she put, comes around spreading this propaganda, um, and she has this thing called Blacksit, meaning the black. She wants black people to exit the Democratic Party. Oh she's a hardcore God. Trump supporter. Just a couple years ago, she was a uh, Democrat. She now says that there's no racism, though. though she's back in 2007. She. Her, she and her family uh, sued um, some school in Connecticut for racism and won. And now she's going around spreading propaganda. And then what happened, what got me in Twitter jail, uh, last month she was in England. She was talking about, um, someone asked her about um, white nationalists. And she made something about, she said something about like, um, gosh, Mitchling Hitler and what have you um and she believes that you know nationalist is it's a it's a it's a positive she didn't say white nationalist but she said nationalist based in the whole thing she that wants she wants black people to leave the democratic party yeah she's she wants she, them to start their own party no she wants them to leave the she United wants States. us to become she wants us to come to the plantation like where she is oh you know Liberia didn't work <laughs> Sorry, I'm such a jerk. <laughs> but <laughs> so, where are we gonna send? Are we gonna send the black people back to Africa? We already no, did that. Well, it's called Liberia, wants, and then they. <laughs> well, the thing is, she again. she thinks uh, because Republicans ended slavery 149 or 50 years ago that we should go to the place. <sighs> that that's what i'm talking about so basically she made some really horrible thing about hitler and what have you and so when you talk about jews and hitler the mainstream media does not like that do not talk about you can talk about anyone else though but don't talk about the jews shh they don't like that why do we have to be so quiet they're so sensitive so basically her job was on the line and so what i said to her I said, congratulations. It looks like you lynched your career. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, shit. 
I said Lynch. Yeah, That's what it was. It was. People don't. They don't. They don't like those. She black though. Well, that's the Lynch. She lynched your crew. Yeah, I don't give a I fuck. Yeah, she no, no, says no, 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 more derogatory absolutely. stuff no, 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 all no, no, the no, time. No, 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 her 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 words are problematic. So problematic that this guy in Christchurch, New Zealand, 40, 49 killed and twenty injured in, injured in terrorist attack on exactly. two New Zealand mosques. And then you it's, know it's horrifying. It's insane. Yeah. During prayer. Mm-hmm. During prayer. What kind of fucked up shit is that? During prayer? The most vulnerable told time. When your face is looking to God and you are actually honoring, like they believe in something. You believe in something? Mm. Yeah. Oh, the world is falling apart. And so. The world is falling apart. Oh my God. And here's the worst. Here's even selected reporting 100 Christians slaughtered by Muslims. I mean, it's the other side. Yeah. No, I'm just saying that they can't. It's. But you also have. We have to. I mean, you have some, he, you, after this happened, so there's been a lot of backlash toward senators. <gasps> there's even fake stuff. It says Trump's Islamophobic and fake story about 49 Muslims. Like this is a, this like, is, that should not be on, that. that should not be on the first page. No, it shouldn't. That's, that's, and this is Yahoo. See, this is the problem right here. People don't know what the truth is. So yes, 49 Muslims did get slaughtered. Yes. By a white supremacist. Yes. Now this white supremacist was from Australia. Um, there, there is an Australian senator. You need to look up Egg Boy now too, because it get this kind of gets funny. There's a, Egg well, boy. I, I I shouldn't say this is funny, but it's not a funny situation. This this senator from Australia said some horrible, horrible things after the, a day after the tragedy. Basically saying Egg that Boy may face charges. Okay, you. Go ahead and read it. Yeah, you have to. Egg, Egg Boy may face charges. So, uh, on Friday, he was just another Australian high school student. But by the end of the weekend, 17-year-old Will Colony was the international sensation. Hashtag Egg Boy. The prankster who launched a thousand, give or take, memes. Saturday was an eventful day for Connolly, who smashed an egg on the head of Australian Senator Fraser Anning, who promptly punched him, after which Connolly was grabbed in a violent headlock and wrestled to the ground by bystanders, led away by police, and released later, taken to the hospital by his mother, having sustained a twisted why, ankle. They need to tell them why. See, th- Right, they don't even say why. Okay, so the reason why the the kid put, put an egg, threw an egg on his head, which was hilarious, was because he was saying some xenophobic things a day after this tragedy he was basically blaming the muslims oh here yeah i think it says monday was just another day at brighton secondary college for Connolly, who wore a school uniform with shorts a tie slightly askew and his shirt hanging as he brushed off television reporters and climbed to his car blah 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 Connolly's target anning drew international ire when he issued a statement on australian parliamentary letterhead blaming muslims for the shooting Mm -hmm. deaths of 50 people in the mosques in church christ new zealand australian brenton tarrant 28 was arrested and charged with the mass killing australia searched for redemption and meaning after the massacre seized on by Connolly as a hero soon a petition was circulating to nominate him as australian of the year tributes poured in from around the world while egg boy memes multiplied oh i see they're trying to make egg boy person of the year because the other guy was the not sen- the senator the yeah. senator wasn't he was blaming muslims for their own like it was a white supremacist dude from australia and and wow 
And so now that that was in Australia. So let's come here to the racist states of America. Right. So now you have senators saying some really horrible shit about the Muslim, you know, the Muslims slaughtered there. And of course, we have our wonderful 45 who said someone asked uh, one of the reporters asked him um, about white supremacy do you think white supremacy is a an issue uh, throughout you know throughout the world he's like no it's just a small little group of people oh my god it's it's so this is what we're dealing with right now and hello well, to whoever and was uh, listening th- um, this is this is good that New Zealand shooting Trump calls mosque tax a horrible horrible thing okay good yeah terrible um, but he didn't. He didn't condone. He didn't, he didn't. Trump says fake news media blames him for New Zealand. Uh, Donald Trump's bad response on New Zealand mosque shooting. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's really that's, true. That's a, we don't want to watch YouTube though. But no. I mean, uh, is the world falling apart? Um. Well, the, here's the thing. The I think the world is on. White people are scared as fuck. I mean, I'm not talking about all you white people. You know, you know the crazy ones. But what the thing is, people are, people know that. I'm guessing the the majority of those in the white society know that white supremacy is almost over because your time is up, especially here in this country. I hope so. Because the fact we know that I believe it's 2040 that you know white people will be the minority and that that go, that They've plays on scared onto, of it for a while yeah that plays onto the abortion the thing, thing too i don't even want to have why do you want to keep white people we're weird we got all these little inbred problems you want me to have more crazy kids come on mix it up actually i was married to an african-american guy for a while so i probably should have had kids with him because we probably would have mixed out all that gross stuff that was in there had some pretty babies but um Hey, <laughs> that's probably the world's falling apart. But let's make fun of R. Kelly. Press go on that thing and let's let's do. Uh, let's do it. This is the remix to ignition. It's the remix to ignition. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna do a little. We haven't done one of these in a really long time. We're gonna do hot dirty pee and the sheriff. And uh, yeah, gonna, press play on it. Like, go go for it. It right. should be just like straight up play. Oh yeah, improvise, bouncer baby. Here we go. Stop it. You all quit playing. Quit playing. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. Not me. I fought it for my fucking life. You all killing me with this shit. I gave you 30 years. Stop playing. Stop playing. Stop playing. Stop playing. I didn't do this stuff. It's not me. I don't have a stop playing. Stop playing, 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 I just look at legal, okay, people, I just look at legal, okay, people, ooh, there are older men like younger women, there are older women, they like older men, I just look at legal, okay, people, just look at legal people, oh, yeah, oh, a tip on you, I gotta piss on you too. I'm tired of all the lies. Oh my god, um, all of them 
got little girls trapped in the basement Got helicopters over my house Trying to rescue someone Doesn't need rescuing Because they're not in my house Handcuffing people, starving people starving I have a people. harem, I have a harem What do you call it? A cult I don't even know what a cult is But I know I don't Sex have cult. one It's gotta be fun But it's a song about pissing, having some oh. fun Tired of all the lies. Oh my god, all of them I got. Little girls trapped in the basement. In the basement. Not in the closet. I'm feeling that vibe. Lots of things go wrong when it comes to women that I apologize. But I apologized in those relationships at the time I was in those relationships. Okay? Bump and grind. Okay? Bump and grind. You ride me of my Jeep. You can start a rumor. Can start a rumor on a guy piss, like me piss, or piss, celebrities piss, just piss, like that. Piss, All piss, you have piss, to do piss, is push a button piss, on your phone piss, and say piss, so piss, and so. Did this to me, R. Kelly? Did this to me? You can start a rumor on a guy like me or a celebrity just like that. All you have to do is push a button on your phone and say so and so. Did this to me? Kelly did this to me, and you don't get any traction from that. You're able to. Write a book from that If you're able to get a reality show Then any read. girl I had a relationship in the past no That money. it just didn't work out She can come and say exactly Exactly the same thing I don't have a cult in my closet I don't even know what a cult is Legal What is legal I just look at legal. Okay, we did it. Yay. We did it again. We did the R. Kelly version. I'm so happy. Now, oh, in order for us to make it that. fair, we're going to have to do a Harvey Weinstein one, too, because oh, he's yeah, a nasty, rapey fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy, nasty, rapey he's fuck. He's a fat fuck. Well, that was fun. Oh, my God. I'm so glad that we did that. That was great. That was a pretty at the good end, We haven't done one in a really long time. It's been a while. It absolutely worked. We coming after you, pedo. We coming after you. <laughs> He's been canceled for me since the 90s, so he's a nasty motherfucker. But, Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff. Come oh, on, so if we're going to do the pedo versions of these, I suggest Kevin Spacey should be one. He, yeah, yeah. We should give the, we should give we, the gays uh, a little traction, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did. He was into some underage boy. Yeah. <laughs> We definitely gotta get fat fuck Weinstein. Mm, he uh, liked the white girls, so no, we got the poor little African American girls. We gotta give you your due. I'm sorry that yeah. for all these years nobody's thought about you. That yeah. was the thing I took out of that R. Kelly thing was that like yeah. they said at the end, if these girls would have been white, he'd be in yes. jail a long time ago. Yep. And I'm like, these mm-hmm. poor little 14 year old girls. That's true. If they were a little Becky or Sue Ann, that's 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 facts, man. It's terrible. So yeah, we gotta give the same due. To the little boys. Oh, and then there's that guy, Brian Epstein. You got to read about him. He's a nasty motherfucker. Oh, and Robert Kraft. He got arrested for uh, uh, sex trafficking. Asian Salon. He's the owner of the Patriots. Yeah, we got to get him too. Women are people. Are we now? Children are people. Like, I know that we think we own them until they're 18 or whatever, but even if you do, parents, please don't sell your children into slavery. Like Or to R. Kelly. Or to R. Kelly. I didn't, we didn't even get to that. The song ended too quickly, and we only did, like, three quotes, so that was, that was great. We had so much more meat on that. It's been a lot of fun. This was Thanks fun. Thanks for being here today. Yeah. Um, uh, coming up next on the show is some Call Me Tim. I have special guest Mike Whitaker. This has been the AltaCast. Uh, Pamela Toya, chilling out. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryan. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good special happy hour prices all night long with your mutiny radio comedy festival ticket march 1st through 5th check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com come take a seat i had a date there and it did not go well but it wasn't the fault of the place they're very nice asiento For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF.
Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, punk rock and schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Navoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips. Don't know anything about it. Sorry. All on my limited view. Yes. Every Tuesday from 12 to 2. Uh, oh, you can if you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. And Google Play. And Stitcher. iTunes. Oh, you already said that. TuneIn Radio. Uh, Stitcher, you said that. Spotify. Oh, my God. There's just so many. And Overcast. Um, yes. You can also find us on social media. M as in Mary. L as in Larry. P as in Peter. Podcast MOV Podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That, that kind of sucked balls. Good evening, there, my friends. Here at MutinyRadio.fm, Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics, it's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for me five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is When it's two o'clock on a Wednesday and you hear the trippy music, mutiny